Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I am pretty good, sir. How are you? Um, but I'm all right. Um, using convincing is a wave. It's bad month. Um, well, we are using some new equipment. So, if the episode sounds better, it's the equipment, and if it sounds shit, I fucked up. So <laughs> it's the equipment. <laughs> no, it's not the equipment. <laughs> I've tested the I've tested the equipment. The equipment is really good. So it's definitely me if it sounds awful. It's my bad. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um Well, we're back to our uh what did we do last time? Oh, heavy metal. I had so much fun rewatching heavy metal. Yeah, me too. Um it it's it's you know, it is what it is, but it's so unashamedly that and, and it's it's a slice of that childhood period yep. of your life. And yeah. uh, it was fun. It was yeah, good fun. Good. I'm, I'm glad it still holds up mostly. You know, after... Oh, the animation, certainly. I, I love that style of animation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, some of the stories are great. Mm. It's good fun. Um, anyway, we're back to our usual uh, review fair now. Would you like to kick us off with a film? I shall start with Babylon. Babylon. Go for it. So this uh, it's out on uh, Home View on Amazon now. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, directed by Damien Giselle, who previously did Whiplash and La La Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whiplash, great. La La Land, hated. Um, but this uh, is it stars uh, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, um, uh, Diego Calva, and it's basically about the uh, Hollywood transition from. Uh, silent movies to sound yeah but it's done in a um a very broad bawdy and um hedonistic way okay uh, so it's you, you're you've got, basically you've got the, the sort of the three mains are Brad Pitt as Jack Comrade um Margot Robbie uh Margot Robbie as Nelly uh, Leroy and Diego Calva as Manny Torres mm-hmm and basically, you've got um, Brad Pitt's Jack Conrad uh, as the sort of established um, theater star. Yeah, he's he's the, the you know he he's the the, the 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 big hero at the moment. He's the current big thing, and uh, you know everybody loves him. And Making the awkward transition. Yeah, he, he's great. And then you've got Margot Robbie. Ro- I keep saying. I don't know Bobby. why you're you're having problems with that word that I name today. Really- for some reason. So you've Margot got it stuck Robbie's... in your head now, and it's just like it's there. You've replaced yes. it in your brain. Margot Robbie's Nelly mm. is the up and coming. I am a star, sort of it girl who you know, sort of just bursts on, and she she's immediately like, wow, we want we need her sort of thing. Mm. And you've got um, Diego Calvo's uh, Manny, who is this. Uh, he's the sort of he's like a gopher basically. He's he's um, works for the studio and he's just sort of getting things and moving things around. And basically, sure. when you when when you're introduced for him, introduced to him at the very beginning of the movie, um, he's delivering an elephant to to a party. Okay, where they where basically the film really starts at this massively debauched. Of course, uh, yeah party where you know there's just naked people running around people fucking everywhere and uh women peeing on people and 
just all, the, all defecating the, everywhere all the good it's, times yeah it's completely <laughs> over the top yeah 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 um uh, it, it's three hours long jesus uh so i think a lot of people found it that well i i don't find long go. movies a problem um, but, there just needs to be substance there to keep me for well, three I, hours. That's for the... me. It, it it zipped along. I think it was, excellent. It, 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 the three hour didn't bother me. When you get to the two hour point, because of the the change in tone of the movie, um, I think it, some people lost it there. I think and thought it, it sort of meandered away. But I didn't find that at all. I thought it was it was a, a you know seeing how everything starts to change and the way you know you get these. Originally, you get these these great things when they're on that they're on sort of this set in the middle of the desert, sort of, a, and there are like f- five or six movies being made at the same time on these tiny little stages, and there's you but you've also got this great epic going on where right. you've got like these huge crowds of extras basically waging war on each other, and basically people are literally getting killed. Okay. Um, there's a bit where one of the one of the extras basically is just they find him on the floor with a spear through him and they're like, "Holy shit!" Um, he accidentally fell on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. And obviously, you know, you it's it's the huge access excesses of of the, that sort of era and how the movies were done. How movies, you know, do we the, do we get to see uh, Brad Pitt, star of theater, uh, wildly overact? Um, as as they did. Yes, <laughs> excellent. So, That's you, good. Well, you, it's it's because there was a really awkward period. But when when sound first came in and, yeah. and people started coming off the stage into into uh, into film, at first it was still very theatrical because there was no sound as well. So they overacted and continued to do their theater on stage yeah. thing. But well, there's with, that with... awkward period where it's like, oh, now we've got sound and you're overacting horribly, and it's kind of uh, it's it's endearing now. But I'm just curious as to whether they did that. He's based on um, John Gilbert. Okay. Was in the twenties, mm-hmm. and he was he was like the most expense, uh, the the biggest paid star at the time. And even when his movies were tanking, he was still getting a lot of money. Sure. And he basically, you know, became an alcoholic, and he, you know, just way of just many of them, unfortunately. Up. And it's the, he. His thing is that he basically his delivery was stilted, and his lines were like very, you know, static. They were. Mm. They, they didn't quite know how to deliver the lines, like for for film, yeah, for for, for film. So you have all, you know, you, you you have these all these big sort, of, and of course it's pre-code, so you still yeah. you've got all the, the you know all the sex and violence and drugs and and all that sort of stuff. And then when you get sort of you know towards the, the sort of the the, the the last third of the movie, mm. it's you know the the the, the Randolph Hearsts have started coming in, and that you know the. The attitudes are changing, and and the money men are beginning to take over. You know, and they're, yeah. they're, they don't like the, the, the all the debauched stuff, and they're, they're, they're trying to get Nelly's character to sort of calm down and to, to you know to act like a lady, and it's hilarious. You know the the, the way they've done it, and you get the you get this great sort of you know Brad, uh, Jack Conrad's sort of confusion. At, at the, you know when he turns up on set to this to this movie. And he sort of doesn't quite understand why, you know, the this it's not how it was. You know, he's, he he can't quite get his head around it. And you you can see his sort of his sort of weird confusion of mm. of 
well, this is not how we did it. This is this is this is just sort of just strikes me as wrong. But he sort of you know he, he troops on everywhere because he has this his character has this you know idea that he matters. He sure he matters he's he's, he's an important people. cog in the machine. Yeah, he's you know and he matters to the little people that that you know he gives them something to aspire to and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, you know, and Margot Robbie's character is like you know I'm a star, and you know when she's with with Manning, he's like. He's like, oh, no, no, you, you mean you want to be a star? And she's like, no, 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 <laughs> I'm a star. He's yeah. like, you either are or you're not, and I'm a star. And, of course, she's got these, like, she ends up with gambling problems and, addic- and massive addiction problems. And, it, you know, it all spirals out for these, for these people. And, you know, the, there's these sort of, Manny becomes sort of like this, you know, he becomes a sort of sound engineer, and then he becomes like a producer. And But their co- careers are... are he sort of hit at the, at the complete wrong time. You know, he's he's hit at the right time because he's in a point where his his he can he's able to do those things. But yeah. it's a very short lived thing, and it, it just sort of peaks and goes you know down very very quickly. Mm. <clears throat> it's um, it's really beautifully uh, shot and beautifully um, directed. I think uh, the the soundtrack is is really good it's a very sort of um beat heavy jazz sort of soundtrack which really works really well i mean technically it sounds a little too synthy at at times but i I, you know for what they're trying to do i I don't have a a problem with it really i can always Um, give some leeway to that kind of yeah i i always draw the line as i've said many a time before when it's like a period epic or a fantasy movie and you've got modern rockers that for me is like nope get lost. I know, but but outside of that i can i can deal with a little a little bit you know there's one that always gets me and it's it's the one that i makes it think, i don't know why it works but it works okay and it's plunkett and mclean mm-hmm. it has it's such a 90s soundtrack to it yeah and for some reason it just kind of works it works mm. and i kind of hate it but it's it really works yeah <laughs> know, there's you know. always exceptions i guess yeah um, yeah, so you you know you've got a great supporting cast as well. There's like you know Gene Smart as this as this um, gossip columnist and um, a number of other sort of you know just bits and bits. I mean Fleas in it. Um, right. Troy Metcalf, who's, who's you know this studio executive, and I think a lot of the, the sort of people seem to, are basically concentrate too much on the debauchery, and there is a lot of debauchery. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not going to say it's not that bad, but they're, I think they're failing to see the characters. I think this is uh, one of my favourite Robbie performances. Is this um, hugely, you know, damaged woman who just wants to be a star, and, and you know, her her father played by um, uh, oh blimey, um, what's his bloody name? Oh, that's so annoying. I can't even find it. <laughs> um, oh, Eric Roberts! Thank sake. Eric Roberts plays her father, who's you know just this sort of he's an embarrassment, and you know he's he's talking. He, there's a scene where the, the, he keeps bringing up this. There was a time where I fought a snake, you know, and of course the, you know they're all sort of laughing at him. And I stuff. would love. <laughs> Margot Robbie's character is like, right, we're going to go and fight a snake. So they they all get in their cars and they drive to the desert so they can find a bloody rattlesnake for her to, to, to fight. fight. Amazing. And then when he doesn't do it, when he basically 
collapses. She's like, well, f- anybody else going to do it? And I was like, well, fuck you all, I'll do it. And then this is hilarious. Again, to see the couple unfold is absolutely hilarious. I don't really want to spoil it, but it's brilliant. I really enjoyed that. And there's another uh, great um, sort of side character um, who's basically uh, based on um, Anna Mae Wong, um, who, you know, she's this sort of lesbian singer who, you know, has, again, is just in the right place at the right, you know, at that right period before it all, you know, before the codes come in and before the, the depression changes that attitudes and, you know, makes things a lot more conservative. Um, and I, for me, I thought, it, uh, I thought it was a, a, a really lovely, um, I actually thought it was a genuinely lovely, uh, sort of love letter to, to that period, that period. Mm. And yes, it's certainly challenging. Yes. It's, you know, it's kind of over the top, yeah. but I think it's done with genuine love for the for that sort of period of Hollywood. Yeah, and there's a, you know there's a there's a great uh, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a great thing at the end. There's a great scene at the end where with one of the characters, let's say, who um, ends up watching a, a film at the, at the very end, and it, this is like years later. Sure. And I'm not going to give the film away or anything like that, but the but the film he's watching is basically, you know, has stuff that he's lived. Mm. And it's just the 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 whole sort of weight of it pushes down on him and he you know he he starts crying and but then you get this beautiful sort of uh uh like this burst of of, of cinema that, that that you get shown and it's like oh see this and that's that's why it's a sort of love letter to it's 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 you know this is what was birthed from this and this is what you yeah. know was was and you know the three hour running time yes it, it might be challenging for some people but for me it, it, it certainly wasn't it was it, it it zipped along brilliantly yeah um, I mean I, I don't think like yeah long movies don't don't bother me I always just worry whether it's necessary and whether you have enough to carry me through the three hours if it's three hours of good stuff I am there yeah. for it. For me, it was that mm. you know it, it's it's a it's a very short period of time that they're they're focusing on, yeah, and it's a certain, and it's an intense period of time, and it and it, I think he does a really bloody good job of, of bringing it out. Um, yeah. As I said, it looks absolutely beautiful, um, and you know, I'm not the biggest Brad Pitt fan, but he's doing a really good job here as, I as, like as, it, you know. not, not the biggest fan of Brad Pitt, I, I think in the right role yes, he's, no, he's, he's fantastic he's, he's, he, he, can, he can certainly bring it when mm. he wants to um, but I'm, I'm, I've just not been a massive fan it's, I mean, I can, you know, things like Seven, yeah. and even though Louis drives me insane he does, he is a great Louis, you know, and so <laughs> yeah, yeah like so, so films, that, films that kind of play off of his kind of asshole nature uh, <laughs> yeah. work well for you and he's he's great is this you know he's got this he's got this one friend who um is, is, he's, i think he's an, is he an executive i think he's an executive um played by luke hess who was like the you know the, the lucas hess who was the who was like you know he was in child actor he was in all you know witness and um things like that you know he's he, 
and he he's he's like his best friend and he's he there's this sort of run it's almost like a running joke is he keeps um trying not not exactly he keeps professing his love to these women and when they like blow him out Mm. he basically tries to commit suicide and he's like for for the the, you know the brad pitt character is just like okay i'll go and sort it out don't worry it's fine i'll you know I'll, i'll i'll talk him round and I, I, their their relationship is 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 really really good. It's a really sort of sweet relationship. Mm. And you know, again, I'm not going to spoil anything. It's but it's it's, it's great. It's, and and how that sort of ends up, and how you know you you think you know this Conrad character is is, is when when he gets to the, the talkies. There's a, a one thing I think there's a, there was one I will spoil. He he gets this. Um, this uh, playing this military guy, and he's you know you've got this scene with this woman where he says he loves her and he kisses her, and and when they're watching the you know the rush the rushes or when they're yeah. doing the editing, he's like he you can see he's dissatisfied, but the two guys around him are like no, it's great, it's going to be a it's just got yes men surrounding him. They're like oh, it's perfect, yeah. boss. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps he sort of turns up at this party, and people are keeps are like. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, "What the fuck is going on? Why do people keep asking me if I'm fucking okay?" So of course he goes to the picture to see. Yeah. You know, and he's there. He sort of sneaks in, and he's at the back of the, the picture, and he's watching, and he's it. This he's it that that moment where uh-huh. he's professing his love to this woman, and the audience just start laughing. Oh dear. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're they're in hysterics, and it's like, you know, Oops. you see his face. It's like that's it. I'm fucked time to become tommy wiseau <laughs> i did on purpose i'm a genius yeah i'm a genius <laughs> i meant it that way yep yeah oh yeah i really enjoyed it i think it's it's got some you know really um sort of nasty stuff and some really sort of over the top stuff but yeah for me that was all part of it it was and yeah. sure, it's overblown and it's ridiculous, and at times ridiculous. But from I think what, that was what the, the director was going for. I think sure, it, it, it's if it, I'm not saying watch this because it's a real, you know, proper slice of, of yeah, what yeah. Time was like it's it is and it isn't. It's it, it it's you know it's it's trying to sort of do something with that and trying to show you you know how it, how it it might have been you know how how. You know, certain there are books like Hollywood, Hollywood Babylon that, that yeah. you know have told people about these parties and what mm-hmm. happened. And, yeah, you know, and people, you know, there's a again, there's there's just some great scenes when they're there's a um, when they're first using the sort of the, the talkie equipment and stuff, and they're they're in this um, these little booths that they've built, and of course the the guy who's on the sound, he's like trapped in this room and they're like yeah get, get, he, he keeps coming out and going look if, if, if i don't fucking get out of here soon i'm gonna end up having a heart attack or something <laughs> yeah. like, just just fucking get back in there and do your fucking job and it's again it's funny but it's also fucking hideous mm. and i think it does a very good job of doing that but i, I for me it was it was very balanced the hideousness and the funny was was, was yeah was good i think it's a really good movie i really enjoyed it yeah. and I, uh, you know i I would I would genuinely recommend it to anybody who enjoys a sort of a, a big sort of Hollywood sort of monstrous overblown movie because mm. it is it is that and it's it's filled with absolutely great performances. I mean Diego Carver as Manny 
um, I don't think I've seen him in anything before. Um, and he, but he was, I thought he was a, an amazing character, you know, amazing actor, amazing uh, performance that he was giving. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, he, he really held, you know, but be, be, between Robbie's sort of over the top nymph and uh, Pitt's over the top actor, he's this sort of, you know, breachy, uh, you know, uh, binding sort of character that's sort of you know he he, he does he, he's doing this and he's doing that and, and like he's he's sort of just there for the right thing and the right you know and he's just again he's wants to be part of this this hollywood you know legendary you know place and mm. it's i thought it was brilliant i thought i really enjoyed it i thought it was a great movie and i highly recommend it yeah well i will definitely check it out it's a period of uh, of film history that i like as well uh, it's a fascinating period, so uh, it's kind of got me on that. Um, yeah, it's, and, it's, uh, a great, it's a great little transition sort of mm. period that was, you know, full of, you know, horrible times and interesting people and, and you know, weird events. And, you know, it, it's it's just showed, the, the, you know, the genuine difference between how everything was on top of the world and then it all comes crashing down when, you know, you mm. You know, the depression happens and when you know the, the systems change yes you know, the money people you know change and you know there's there's been a number of times where that's happened and it's all seems to be happening that way right now as well you know it's yeah yeah in a different way you know but mm. <laughs> well i will definitely be checking that out um i have not watched a lot um I am having a very bad month, to say the very least. Uh, and so I've been struggling to focus on much. I have watched two things. Um, um, one of, well, of Picard will get to it a bit. But um, one of those things uh, was uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always. I did not know whether to give that a go or not. Well, I am a fan of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I was the right age. I was yeah. the right age. And I was thinking about it the other day and I thought that might have actually been when I fell in love with Godzilla and stuff. It was like yeah, seeing, you know, sense. Super Sentai footage of, of for the Power Rangers and then yeah. kind of from there. Um, so uh, my, I, my brother was a huge Power Rangers fan, so I kind of watched it with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I was a big fan of it as a kid and I was like, hey, you know, this could be fun and uh, I needed some escapism. And I was like, hey, easy escapism um I'll, I'll give it a go and obviously this is uh this is a a kind of love letter tribute to the the mighty morphin power rangers the first of the yeah. american you know power rangers um <laughs> in a and, list of, of almost thousands at this point i mean it's still going right it's probably the oh, no, longest yeah. longest running show ever i guess maybe it? well it's got to be up there right i mean like without having a break I mean, I Doctor mean, Who took time off. Power Rangers has literally been consistent since like what ninety three or something. Yeah, I suppose it has. Yeah. It's I literally mean, it's not stopped. It's crazy. And yeah, many different casts. But... but I don't think they've ever had a break. Because I remember thinking this when the movie came out that they did a few, you know, back in yeah, 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 twenty eleven yeah, or something. Yeah. I remember thinking like, God, do people still watch it? But like, oh, Power Rangers is that still a thing? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, it is. It's it's never stopped. Like it's still going today um which is kind of crazy to think about um it may not be the longest thing ever but it it's got to be up there yeah. <laughs> it has to be up there at this point um 
so uh and of course this is the 30th anniversary so actually this show has been around 30 years it's been going for 30 years um and uh so uh this is a a return to the original team as much as they could um and i think one of the biggest problems with this 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 special uh is that it's just too many years too late unfortunately you know i I can understand waiting for the 30th is a big anniversary uh i feel like if they'd done it for the 20th you would have had the full cast and it would have been great uh you know great fun um here obviously you've had um Jason Dave Frank uh, committed suicide, sadly, last year. Yes, not that long ago. No, no, not very long ago. I mean, he had refused to do this show anyway. Um, oh, really? I so he was already that. not turning up to this. Um, well, according to him, because he's doing Legend of the... Or was doing Legend of the White Dragon, which is his, like, adult Power Ranger thing with yeah. um, Bat and the Sun. And yeah. uh, apparently the original script for this was so much of a ripoff of that concept because I think originally they went to Saban or whoever owned Power Rangers to, to kind yeah. of pitch, hey, we could do a, like an adult Power Rangers show. And they were like, yeah, we're not interested in that. And then I think a few years later, according <laughs> yeah, no, to some, the yeah. script comes and is like, hang on a minute. This is basically the thing I'm filming right now that you kind of said you didn't want to do. Um, so he was not already not coming. He he do, he is in it in in some capacity, and we'll, we'll get to that. Um, and then obviously the the guy who played uh, Jason, the original Red Ranger, original American Red Ranger. If I'm talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, right? I'm yeah. not talking about Super Sentai. So no, don't, no, no. don't shout at me in the comments. I know, <laughs> I know it's a thing. Austin St. John, that's his name. He got like done for a, a massive fraud or something uh mm-hmm. this year last year yeah covid yeah. relief funds yeah and so he might be doing a long time in prison so i i don't think he is yet and obviously it's all not guilty yet not you know until proven guilty but uh, i guess they didn't want to involve him for probably that reason um they they trang died in a car accident she did yeah twee twee trang died in a car accident in the 90s i want to say late 90s yeah i think you might be right um so what they did here was they brought back as many of the original cast as they could and then they added the later cast um where to fill in the gaps right yeah so the the show kind of opens with the original power ranger team um it starts with billy uh the blue ranger and um he's being attacked by robo rita so rita repulsa is now a robot and she's come yeah. back as a robot and uh I then you really like the uh, design <laughs> I love the design, and uh, well, they. I think they. They mainly they brought back in robot form so that they could have um, Barbara Goodson, who did the original voice of yeah. Rita, do the voice again, and she does a great job. She's like, you know, slips straight back into that role because obviously she did the voiceover of the original actress in the Super Sentai footage, right? So, yeah. Um, so uh yeah so basically um billy's fighting off the the putties and and rita and then the rest of the power rangers come in so they're all there the original cast uh but they're all suited up so you don't see their faces um (laughs) and you know because basically half of them aren't there um and so what happens immediately or almost immediately that the rangers are fighting and then um tommy kimberly and jason the three actors who were not going to show up to this uh special are immediately turned into like toy form and they're 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 stolen away and they're being used to power a time vortex that robo rita is going to use to contact her past self and basically tell her every defeat she's ever had so she'll win basically right 
that's the okay. idea so she's stealing rangers and she steals more than just the mighty Morphin team later on there's like loads of different rangers from different yeah. shows but they're only in toy you only see them in the miniature form and they've been you know they're getting their power sucked and whatever right so yeah. uh during this fight though um and this is one of the things i'm really not sure i'm comfortable with with this show um rita kills trini oh um so she shoots at billy this thing that's going to kill billy and trini you know heroically dives in front and is killed right and i'm like okay now the show does do a great job of like like paying tribute to twee and and, and whatnot in yeah. that you get her daughter then right so her daughter kind of takes on or wants to take on the mantle but okay. i'm not sure how i feel about like this this kind of oh we're gonna kill this character off on screen you know to someone because normally you're like oh you know loving tribute to someone it's oh god you killed her off and like she died in real life and it feels kind of gross yeah to me it did anyway it kind of made me feel a bit awkward um but anyway it, it continues from there uh and and then basically um you know we we discovered that that billy was trying to uh bring back zordon who who you know the the original uh dude mm-hmm. in the glass jar right big um face. big face not William Shatner, the other big head. <laughs> no, no, not uh, the big giant head. No, the big giant head, the other giant head in a jar. <laughs> uh, Zordon, who sacrificed himself during, I think, Power Rangers in space or something. I think it was Power Rangers. Oh, I can't remember. Long time ago. But anyway, he sacrificed himself. But he believes he can still contact him because they're, they're still out there. So he's working with Alpha 8 at the time to bring him back. And um, basically, when Zordon sacrificed himself, he turned like most of the bad guys good. But it turns out that the evil spirit of Rita was was stuck in wherever Zordon is supposedly meant to be. Um, and she is released. Instead of Zordon, they get Rita. And she destroys Alpha 8 uh, and uses him. Basically, she kind of possesses him and then she becomes... he alpha 8 basically becomes robo rita and that's how all that happened anyway it then cuts years later and um billy there's a lot going on in this this naff power rangers show i'm just realizing as i'm explaining it how like there's a lot going on this is all in the first few minutes um power rangers did this though it always did that like hey we're just gonna plot (laughs) just just throw it at you it like a million we've only got half an hour to tell this whole story like we've got 20 minutes come on um so anyway, we, we then cut years later, a couple of years later, or a year, I think it's a year later. It felt like a really long time because they're going to Trini's funeral, but it feels like way too long for a funeral. I, I think it was like two years, but that seems way too long. Maybe it was like a year or something. Anyway, a period later, and we see Zach and Billy. Zach and Billy, by the way, the only people who removed their helmet in the opening scene that I was talking about because they're the only two actors that have returned. <laughs> so they've, they've basically... Um, taken uh well zach specifically has taken on the the role of like parent to to trini's daughter um who you know basically found out that her mother was a power ranger the day she died and found out that they were all power rangers she blames billy for for her mother's death and there's resentment there and basically they're going to her funeral and she hates billy um but then rita turns up again robo rita you know she's disappeared for a while but now she's back and um they uh that's when the uh they they yeah so they're attacked and then they they have to fight off the 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 robo rita and um oh sorry no no that's when they get kidnapped sorry they're all going to the funeral and then they get kidnapped that's right sorry yeah billy 
lets Rita escape and then later she comes back and that's when they're all kidnapped is it the funeral sorry that's right <clears throat> and then years later she 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 then reappears again later and um they obviously go to this new command center which is run by Billy and it's like a, it's under his like science lab business there's like the the power rangers thing and somehow they've all got their powers back they don't really explain it they're just like you know because originally they lost their powers and then they got different every time saban needed a new toy they they moved to another sentai footage and they all lost those powers in swords and got new powers in swords but now they're like hey we just made some coins again don't worry about it guys we got our powers back it's fine um so they call in amy joe johnson's not in it either then no she said no well, I think she said no. She didn't want to do the. She wouldn't do it for that much money or something. I think to, she wanted more. To money. be honest, she's the only one that actually has a career. Yeah, she's like actually a pretty good director, I believe. Yeah, she, she's been in a load of really good shows as well. She's, she's been in about... shows, but I think she's actually a, a pretty good director from what I hear. I haven't seen okay. her stuff, but she's she's uh, made a film recently, a couple of films, I think. Um, but uh, so they they call in Rocky and Catherine, who were like Rocky was the second. Uh, well they're both the second the second red and pink ranger respectively um and uh so they they come in and they're now the the ranger team so we've got the black ranger blue ranger red ranger and pink ranger and they go out to stop rita as she's like basically launches this whole attack on earth um obviously trini's daughter tries to get involved at the juice bar which apparently has stayed the the exact same since 1993 (laughs) and looks exactly the same as it did fine whatever and they they fight and you know you know eventually she's going to become the yellow ranger and it's all a big you know anyway um this show overall i had fun i was having a very bad day and this was good escapism it was fun um don't question too much about where they got their powers back although this this is a series that i believe has a pretty good track record of doing this where they just bring power rangers back and you're like how did they get their powers back and he's like don't question they just do it's fine and to be honest being a a huge fan of of a lot of you know um japanese uh you know like ultraman and stuff like that i can fully believe they probably do the same over there like don't worry they just do it's fine um so whatever uh this was great escapism there is a lot of criticism of this show uh but weirdly no one's criticized the one well there was criticism of of the trini thing which i agree with i feel a bit awkward about that but the the criticism that i've seen which i disagree with is the 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 one i the thing i had an issue with no one seems to have brought up and the thing that everyone seems to complain about was how tacky it is and the fighting's a bit like stilted and awkward and i'm like guys it's it's a tribute it's a tribute to power rangers the acting is terrible yes it's it but that's well you know i mean it's better than it was but it's it's it all feels very like purposeful in its kind of naffness i mean you've got zach doing the hip-hop aikido stuff and you know like his break dancing <laughs> fighting and thing. you know it, it's proper it is it is a love letter to the original power rangers so from that perspective i'm like fair enough you know i kind of i wouldn't want it to be this polished super dark serious thing it, it's it's yeah. not that it's a tribute to a, a really naff saban show that stole super sentai or you know paid for super sentai footage from the the mid 90s early 90s so i was yeah. expecting that um i think my biggest thing aside from trini with this that was my biggest disappointment is this obviously had a budget right 
you know mm. i mean it 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 had some 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 money's netflix money right um i'm not quite sure what the budget was but you can see the budget's reasonably high and i think to be honest my my biggest issue with this show is that you know they were this is a loving tribute to the original Power Rangers. And look, they're in the original costumes. We don't care how silly the costumes look. They're in the original costumes. They're fighting the putties. We don't care how silly the putties look. That's what they fought. That's what they did. And the guys yeah. in suits, you know, they're the they're they're fighting like uh, is it Minotaur and stuff? And like there's robo versions yeah. of them and Snizzard. And they look, you know, they look like they're just guys in suits, which is what you want. Yeah. But then at the end, they get the Megazord because of course they do. And it's yeah, all CGI. And it's really oh. bad CGI. And I'm like, why didn't you... For the money, I would have been like, right, we're going to get a guy in a suit to do the Megazord, and we're going to have a Megazord fight in the suit like we used to. Like, yeah, that for me it. would have been so much better. And it really took me out, this really naff CGI. Um, and it's doing moves that, like, the original obviously would never have done because it was a guy in a suit from, like, probably the <laughs> 60s or 70s, I guess, by the time they used that footage, right? It's probably, like, 70s, early 80s Sentai yeah. footage. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, that kind of took me out. I was like, why did you do that? That was a weird choice. I would have just had them, like, build a really, you know, because it doesn't have to be great. The original wasn't great. Just just build a build another one and just have them fight in a real suit. It felt kind of weird that they went the CG route. Um but it does end with a very touching tribute to you know, to um Twee and uh also to Jason David Frank. Um and uh, you do get the original Rangers uh, kind of appear through archival footage and their voices are used when they're in the suit. So, you know, when they're in the suits and you can't see their face in the, in the beginning, um, yeah. you do hear some some quotes from, from the previous shows, which is fine because, again, Power Rangers has history of doing that too. Um, yeah. They did that whole, like, I mean, God, the original, uh, the original Black Ranger uh, and Red Ranger and Yellow Ranger all quit and they just used footage of them for like half a season and pretended yeah. like they were still there. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, that's kind of what this show does. So, um, it's I long dialogue is, and it's not you know. I think that's why they had stock phrases. So yeah, much. of course it's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it it it's very much in the in the spirit of the original show. I think if you didn't like Power Rangers as a kid, you're gonna fucking hate it because it is yeah. you know it is what it is. Um, I think if you're watching it with adult eyes, which I think is the problem, a lot of people were probably Power Rangers fans, then mm-hmm. never watched it in as, as an adult, and then watch this and have some weird like childhood memory where things were better than they're remembering, uh, yeah. than they actually were in their memory, and now they're seeing this and they're like, this is really naff, and it's like, guys, the original show's on Netflix, just put an episode on and you'll soon see that that's exactly what you're dealing with here, you know. Um, But yeah, it was fun. Fun escapism. It's not very long. It's less than an hour. So it passed the time. I had fun. It's clearly setting up for more of something. I don't know if this... I'm assuming this new show, the next Power Rangers show, will have David Yost in it as as Billy and probably have um, Charlie Kirsch, I think her name is, is the, the, the young girl who's replacing... Uh, Trini, yeah. whether Walter Emmanuel Jones is also in it as the Black Ranger, I don't know. But um, but yeah, it was fun. It was good fun. Um, and fair play to uh, David Yost and Walter Emmanuel Jones, who are you know getting on now, and they do a lot yeah. of fighting out of the suit. So they were you know, oh that's kind of putting cool. in the time. You know, they're obviously they've obviously kept in shape over the years, and uh, you know. Because there's always that as well when they did the the Rangers coming back. There was quite often like you know, well you're um you're you're rather overweight now, but when you transform somehow you're magically 
<laughs> you're magically slim again. The suit does a wonderful it's job. Just, of I don't that. know how that works. It's made yeah. of Spanx material. That's what it's, made of. <laughs> it's got like it's like a Kirk shirt. It just holds everything <laughs> in. I don't know, but um, yeah, no, it was good fun. I had fun. It was nice escapism for an hour. Just, just you know, adjust your expectations going in. It is a tribute to the original Power Rangers, and it feels like it. Yeah, but it was fine. Like I said, my main issue is if you're going to do it, go all the way. Have a guy in a suit playing the the Megazord at the end. Yeah, that does seem a bit weird. Weird, especially okay. when they didn't have it. They they have it doing like flips and shit, and it's like no, Uh-oh. that's not what it does. It's a guy in a suit. Make it at least make it behave like a guy in a suit. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what else have you watched? I haven't seen any of the newer ones. So do they still mm. use guys in suits for the? Zords in the new ones? uh no they they are very it's... much cg um although oh, yeah, there yeah. are still so there's still guys in suits at some stages but usually the megazord stuff uh the zords are usually cg now i um, guess they just continue with that um... yeah they've just continued with it but i kind of felt like you know you're doing a tribute to the original show it would have been nice um but there is still guys in suits fighting when they're they're power when the power rangers are fighting it's it's guys in suits versus yeah, yeah. guys in suits but the Megazord stuff tends to be CG now, from what I've seen. I haven't really kept up with it, to be honest with you. So, you know, uh, but I have seen like bits and pieces. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's obviously quite a CG heavy show when it comes to that stuff. And it is bad CG because it's, you know, on the cheapest. It's mm. fucking Saban Hasbro, isn't it? Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, what else have you watched? Uh, so I have also watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Okay. So, tell me all um, about this banana splits movie. It's Winnie the Pooh, isn't it? It's, it's you know, out, out of a thingy now. <laughs> now um, Get ready for this because this is happening with every. This, by the way, this dream of of oh, all of these are in the public domain now. Yes, that, the main, that's what I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to bloody that, find I, that is going to fucking end next year. Oh God. I mean, yeah. it's going to end next year because Mickey Mouse is in the public domain next year and Disney will fucking stop it somehow. I, I, yeah. that is going to end somehow. So they've managed, they've managed to, to get the rules changed so many times. Yeah. Because shouldn't he have been at, a, I think probably ago? before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mickey is ancient, right? So yeah. Yeah. But it is literally the logo of their company, which is hilarious. If they if they fail to to, to stop that going to public domain, guaranteed, because it'll only it'll only take like a month max to to yeah. shovel out a oh, piece yeah. of so, shit uh, horror movie I, based I'm on sure Mickey. There are, I'm sure there, are, there are there are whole you know companies that already oh, yeah. have the costumes. Oh god, yeah, they probably filmed. They'll probably have filmed it. Yeah, for, for when when it happened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Uh, in this, we, are, we we start with actually, a, a very basic but actually quite cool um, animation okay. um, of, you know, once there was a boy called Christopher Robin who was a bit lonely and in the forest he came across a bunch of mutant children, basically. <laughs> okay. Uh, so a bunch of, of, you know, hybrids and, you know, he, he helped them and he loved them and they loved him and, you know, they they spent lots and lots of time in the in the uh, 100 acre wood and they they you know they were they had wonderful adventures and you know they were all all great but then one day Christopher Robin went to college 
he fucked off to college and he said, you know, you'll be fine. And sadly, they weren't all fine. Oh, and no. they starved and they were just not having a good time. And they ate it all. Um, oh. And basically, they became... <laughs> Did that sustain them for how many years? Yeah. And they decided that, you know, we no longer want to be human we would turn our back on our human sides right and now we just want to be evil monstrous cannibals and we want to kill christopher robin and then the movie starts with uh nikolai leon and oh now which one is the woman that's playing is intended there's a lot of ladies in this and they all i can't remember which one is his girlfriend not that it really fucking matters anyway he turn he's you know he's been to college and all this sort of stuff and he's got his new fiance and he's taking his fiance to the hundred acre wood because <coughs> he wants her to meet Pooh and his you know his friends and of course she's like yeah all right yeah I I believe you you had friends in the woods that were like animals and and stuff and it's like no no they're real they're real honestly they're they're they are they're they're real and when they get there there's this you know um there's the the tree house and there's for some reason weird caravans which okay okay and there's a there's a there's a grave it's basically wrong turn but with winnie the pooh yeah kind of okay um i mean i'm 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 kind of down with that that is already what you've said is already better than the banana splits movie so i'll I'll give it that much um so basically uh we see uh Pooh and Piglet. We don't see uh, Rabbit or Owl. Um, okay. But we presume they're still alive somewhere. Because um, they haven't the got graves for those. They've only got graves for Eeyore. So, but I'm, yeah, they're sort of, they're, when, there's a couple of times where it switches to sort of um, animation, just briefly. And you see them in the background, but you don't see them. But So the main two are Piglet and Pooh, and you, I'm sure you've seen what Pooh looks like. Oh yeah, it's all over the poster and stuff, and yeah. Yeah, and Piglet kind of looks like a sort of he's got these massive tusks. And the thing that struck me the most is, wow, for creatures that are starving, they're awfully fat. Well, I was going to say, how long did they eat Eeyore for to last this long? I, I know. Well, they've they've already started murdering people, basically. Now. Oh, they've okay, all, right, okay. So yeah, they have started, but. For how fat they are, they must be murdering a lot of people. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, basically, uh, they obviously get set upon, and uh, all Christopher Robin keeps screaming is, "Oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? We used to be friends," and it, it, that's kind of like his entire dialogue for the whole movie, and it's so fucking annoying. He's fucking awful. <laughs> anyway, basically, the girlfriend gets munched on, and then Christopher Robin gets bathed in her blood, <laughs> and you know, chained up. And then we move to a bunch of annoying ladies. teenagers. Not really teenagers. I, I say sort of twenty-ish okay. girls, um, and one of them has had this sort of stalker that's. You know, nobody believed her that she was having being stalked, and then one day she woke up with the guy above her. Um, so they're kind of taking her away, 
um, right. to to um, recover. And it's you know it's a bunch of women that are your you, you know you've got your specky one and your <laughs> it's one. all the stereotypes and here. yeah you've, you've got your instagram model one and you uh-huh. know you've got all that sort of stuff and then of course it becomes a you know they're stalked by you know poo and basically it's it's what if the animals were um Texas Chainsaw Family, basically, is is what it, what they are. They're, they're so yeah, so they're they're not. Who is Leatherface, basically? Yeah, so they're they're actually. Uh, so they're. So is Pooh and Piglet? Mm. Are they actually like they're monsters? Are they? Yeah, so they're they're like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style yes. mutations. They're yeah. it's not like they're mutants wearing masks that look like Winnie the Pooh. So they are they're actually yeah. he is actually like a mutant bear thing and a mutant pig thing. And uh, yes, okay, cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Which 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 I quite like. I'm and down with that. A couple of times where I thought he was going to take the 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 poo, the poo one. I thought is he going to take the mask? I off? think he's just a really bad mask. I, that's did. why I was wondering well, myself. I actually thought the mask was very good. The problem is, is that they. They show too they much. CGI it to oh, make it no. the mouth sort of smile or frown, and it's like, oh, that's really bad. Um, and I, oh, the the CG blood is fucking terrible. Oh, I hate CG blood, you know. Um, so you know, basically, from there it goes that Pooh is killing them, and then you've got these other people that turn up that have, you know been attacked, and it is an absolute mess it is the story is all over the place there's there's like people get introduced all like just suddenly and you're like okay fine whatever there's a there's there's a whole gang they they come across um two of the women are running away at one point and they come across these blokes like drinking in their uh like pickup truck sort of thing right yeah and it's supposed to be the hundred acre wood which is based in was it essex is it supposed to be yeah, where, so. where it is, but these guys are like American hicks. They've all got like, you know, overalls and they just happen to be there. Are they? They even got English on. accents, or are they literally? No, one of them is. I think only one of them has a blatant American hick accent, and the rest are sort of. I don't know whether they're trying to do that accent or not. Oh my god! Like, where are these people supposed to be from? Have you ever and been to England? <laughs> It's, it's honestly it's fucking awful it's really really bad it's a complete mess the cg blood is terrible um there's some nice sort of uh bits with you know with, with the with the monsters sort of chasing them and then it sort of falls apart a bit um the weird thing is is i kind of enjoyed it for what it is mm. it reminded me of 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 that sort of period in the in the 80s where people were just get doing you know Friday the 13th or just ripping it off but they had no budget at all and they had no actors and they, they, they just wanted to do it and this kind of is that right you know just slightly better in some places with it than, than others have been so it kind of this sort of it hit the nostalgia part of me you know it was it, there was a sort of oh you know i can see what they're trying to do and, and it kind of that that sort of kind of worked east, overall, east a, sussex yeah sorry east sussex it, it was based it's on sussex, ashdown so. forest in east sussex right so uh 
Um, it's a far cry from uh, from Hicksville, USA. Yeah, not in Alabama or yeah, Texas. Yeah. Or <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's just uh, kind of is why I expected it to be. It's fucking mm. awful. Um, yeah, this is pretty much why I expected it to be. Um, it's got it's got its moments. I feel oh, like all of these movies this... are going to be the same. All of these these yeah. trash horror movies based on childhood icons that are now mm-hmm. in the public domain. It's it's just a matter yeah. of you know they're all the same. And it's, it's already got a sequel lined up, which I think is going to have slightly more money, which is which is fine. Yeah, um, they can afford to do a CGI mutant owl in the next one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's it, it hit the sort of nostalgia slasher bug. Sure, and I thought that was fine. Um, you know, there's some really grotty bits that that kind of worked. Um, the acting is appalling. Um, some, you know, sometimes the poo thing is quite sinister. The pig thing was quite sinister at, at times, and other times sure. it just looked really daft. Um. Yeah, there there are photos of it uh, of them in 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 shadow, and they look pretty good. Yes. and then there's when, pictures when of them in, them in daylight, and it looks yeah. terrible. So. When you can't see them properly, yeah, they look pretty good. Um, the, the, there's a lot of sort of them dribbling and sort of you know, just like, I think it's supposed to be sort of like blood blood-filled honey coming out of its mouth at, at, at times. That just makes it look a bit silly and. But, you know, uh-huh. to be honest, it's one of those times you just go, well, what were you expecting, you know? Yeah, that's the thing, it's, isn't it? If if you if you were genuinely going into this movie expecting something fantastic... Something more, yeah. That's that's on you. Well, that, um, that's the same as Power Rangers, right? It's like, wh- yeah. the, what did you think was going to happen? It's it, it pretty much does what it says on the tin. It's a complete mess. Um, but if you just want a sort of bad slasher movie you can do a lot which fucking I, you worse. Know, occasionally i am in the mood for yeah so it, i i would say uh, with a couple of friends and some beers it would yeah. probably be all right you know well, that's... It, just for the fun of it yeah just the, the sheer ludicrous acting and <laughs> the story that just goes everywhere <sighs> so you know it's it is what it is i i i could i couldn't honestly recommend it to most people i, I wouldn't mm. say yeah you should watch this because it's it's you know it's a it's one of those movies for its genre and all that stuff no no no. i can recommend this to you and i can recommend it to other people that <laughs> it's like very specific terrible, other people yeah people that like terrible slasher movies yeah this will scratch that itch for a bit sure sure um well it yeah i mean i it's one of those films I, I just think like I saw it and I was like, mm, that looks like I looks terrible. But I, I feel like it's inevitable that I'll watch it. Yeah. You know, you know, when you're just like, I, I feel like I there's no point in protesting. I, I will end <laughs> up watching it. it. <laughs> I, I just will. I just know there there will be a Sunday at some point in the future. And I'll be like, oh, you know, why not? I know I was looking at this thing and they were saying about the other ones that are being um done and they're doing i think the director of this is doing a peter pan one like nightmare in neverland i think it's called and it's there's another one he's doing as well and i think they're all going to be like linked in a universe of course yeah (laughs) that's the thing to do 
Everything <laughs> needs to be a universe. Yeah, let me see if I can find the other one. The other one was. Is it the same? Um... No, I can't. I can't see it. But there was. Yeah, there was one, you know. Oh, that was quite fun. I did see that. that it was pulled from Hong Kong because of the um, China's president thing. Because basically, the president of China was. People keep comparing him to looking like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, so he, okay. They, I, know, yeah, I didn't he, know that was he a had thing. The movie pulled from Hong Kong. <laughs> well, I don't think the movie was meant to be directed at him. No, but you know. I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. The the Chinese president. Yes. Or prime minister, or whatever. He prime is. minister. Pres- oh, I don't know. Dictator. Um. <laughs> president i think he's a president yeah he is a... hang on <laughs> no i can't see it yeah yeah i can see it mm-hmm. yeah um yeah <laughs> oh god actually when you google him there are pictures of him and winnie the pooh side by side and yeah 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 i can kind of see it yeah yeah well, fair enough <laughs> yeah obviously uh a, a, a um comparison he really doesn't like oh no uh, that, that you know the thing is though i mean obviously he's got a lot of power and uh and i guess he can just have his fit of rage and and cancel this show yeah but you're better off just going with the joke you know just own it yeah just be like yeah fine you know i don't know i mean there are worse the more you protest yeah there are definitely worse animals you can, you can get could be compared cool. to <laughs> yeah um <laughs> well that's uh that's certainly a thing um there will be more uh like you said peter pan oh my lord yeah yeah okay well brace yourselves for that in the coming years um we'll see how disney do next year with mickey um yeah but that's definitely gonna happen there is no way we're getting out of the next two years without a mickey mouse horror film if it becomes public domain it's impossible um it you know it it writes itself for one thing so yeah um but anyway um the only other thing i've done in the last two weeks is uh is finish watching picard season three mm-hmm. so i'll talk about that for a bit um <clears throat> i liked it yeah At the end well i mean see that seems to be the, the overriding Do you know the, the most amazing thing happened though and it's not even surprising i I finished watching this, and I'll get into my thoughts in a second. I, I finished watching Picard season three, yep. episode ten, and I was like, "I feel really good about this now." I've actually watched a, a, a you know a half decent Star Trek show for the first time since Enterprise. Uh, yep. I really enjoyed this. This was great, and then I saw the trailer for Strange New World season two, and I immediately threw the entire franchise back in the bin and was like. <laughs> fuck off um i am just happy yes it was specifically and i liked some of strange new world season one i gave it a go because i like handsome mount pike and i was like okay there were a couple of episodes i enjoyed um fuck off in the bin that was the (laughs) worst trailer and they they did it the worst time because you're coming off of picard and you're like hey that was actually done with respect season three felt like it was done by a star trek fan no i know and i was like no fuck over the characters they can not do it I'm I'm a Highlandering the fuck out of this franchise. I I, <laughs> I I don't care anymore. I'm like I am thankful I got franchise. What what are you talking about? I like some of the series. 
Yeah, I know. Unashamedly so. Sorry. There is only one movie. You're right about that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you are right about that. There is only one movie. The the uh, manga is pretty good. There's a manga yeah, anime yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I, I like some of the series. It, I know it's a bit naff in places. but it's, oh, it's, it's terribly naff. I really enjoy the series. Something I, I've got childhood bias. I like the series. Um, but uh, yeah, so I immediately was like, no. I'm, I'm just thankful that we got this series. I didn't think I would ever watch Star Trek again and, and, and actually enjoy it as much as I have this season. Um, yeah. I'm just going to assume this is probably it to be honest and uh, just take it for what it is i i had a really good time i was of the opinion and i know you still are uh i was not even going to bother with this series uh, i was after like what i'd seen of well i'd seen season one and i hated it and what i'd seen of season two i was like i'm not even watching season three i don't care um and it was only because i'd heard from people that i was like okay people that you know felt the same way i did about the other shows yeah yeah we're 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 in on this and and actually liking it and i was like okay um i mean i quit discovery season two after season two i, I gave it longer than you did yeah I, <laughs> I, I quit halfway through season one yeah I, I persevered longer than i should have um and i realized that i that i can tell you the exact moment i quit is when um she she michael burnham comes out of the time warp in and and she hits us a, a ship and then crashes into the planet and then she's got I, I rage quit they they crash into a planet and then just take off again it's fine don't worry about it um yeah. anyway back to picard season three before i generate anger um so this is a show finally it does it does a couple of things i really like one they actually fix some plot holes from star trek uh movies and uh and 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 next gen which yes, i was quite pleased about they fixed the the borg thing which has always been weird um yeah. they they fixed the john luke why does john luke hear the borg after he's no longer borg they fixed yeah. it and i was like wow you actually watched some star trek that's good uh, i just presumed he was, was special because he was Locutus. Just his brain. I, I yeah. just presumed that... Well, that's basically could, what they've said it is. It is Yeah, I just presumed they could never remove all of it. There was just still mm. something stuck in his head. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was just less visible with, with him than with Seven of Nine, where you're like, yeah, of course, she's still got Borg parts over her face and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, but they, they did, you know, things like that. They fixed nicely. Um, this is a show. It is full of member berries. There's no doubt of that. No arguments there, but they are done well. They're for the most part. Very few of them felt cheap. They they felt warranted. Uh, I I will say it is one of the best uses of a returning cast. Everyone felt necessary. We didn't like. I I feel like they could have it. They could have just really rushed this and just chucked all of them together in episode one, and it would have felt horribly forced. And and instead of that, they you know were introduced to the cast throughout the ten episodes. I think it's only like episode eight by the time everyone's together maybe even yeah eight eight or nine um yeah. and it feels like you know when they're there it feels warranted they managed to make raffi a character i don't hate by the end which is a <laughs> miracle because i really did not like raffi okay she was actually pretty good by the end i was surprised that, I, that one of the things is i didn't mm. understand they seem to have got rid of everybody else why keep her um I... She was a terrible character. Well, they were all terrible. <laughs> they were. Um, well, I don't know. Um, <coughs> I don't know why. 
really. Um, she felt fine in the show, though. I guess it's because they wanted... I think they mainly did it as a way to reintroduce Worf in a more interesting way than just having him hanging around. Um, okay. He's like her handler um, for, like, you know, undercover Federation security uh, oh, force. Okay. Um, uh, yes, I remember somebody saying that, that she's, like, basically announcing that she's undercover at one point. Not really. Over the comms or something. No. Oh, okay. Uh, no, not, she's, still, the, well, she's talking to her handler. She talks to her handler about being undercover, but he knows that because he's assigned her to it. I don't yeah. think she announces it anywhere else. She might have done. I don't know. Don't think so. Maybe. Um, but yeah, overall, it, it feels like a show that is that is actually written by someone who actually likes the next generation and has actually yeah. watched all of it um there are a lot of references there's a lot of nice references very few of them feel awkward now i, I will say i did uh i i laughed out loud in the wrong way with james d kirk's bones <laughs> i was like that's mm, you don't, to me, there. when i heard that i thought what that no no, no, no. Yeah, well, well, I always thought it was a bit shit that that Picard just left him buried on a fucking planet. Yeah, but I, you would have thought they would have like interned him in some some big thing on Earth or something, and like yeah, you know, saved fucking Earth on numerous occasions for fuck's sake. Yeah, you should have a fucking monument. I agree, and, and that was probably the worst Easter egg in my opinion. It was it was the one that was like, oh, that would have <laughs> been that would have been really nice if you'd done that in a better way. Like you know, yeah. I, I'm all for having a a a, a reference to Kirk not being stuck on a planet um and it makes sense with later because obviously we get the enterprise d saucer section back um mm -hmm. and they worked that in well as well prime directive and all that why would it be left on a planet to rot away um and yeah. uh you know geordie's had it for 20 years and he's been doing it up at the fleet museum which he he runs i'm fine with that fine with it um and there's even a really nice touch the 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 star drive which blew up uh, in, in generations, not getting that back. Uh, was taken the from the, the section. sorry, the battle section. Yeah, yeah, the star drive. The, the yeah, yeah uh, that blew up in generations, and Geordi says it's been replaced by the Syracuse star drive. Right, and they actually, if you look at them, the CG, the star drive actually says Syracuse on it instead of Enterprise that's a nice little neat thing they actually paid attention to i don't know why geordie didn't replace that bit but you know fine uh whatever he does say it's a work in progress and it's not perfect and, you know. yeah so it was nice that was nice um i i loved there i i you know you know you know this is not gonna last this only this this season and never again the whole way They've through, they already announced a load of stuff that makes you just go, "Well." Well, yeah, like I said, I've already, I'm already out again. Yeah. Uh, if Terry Metalis does another show, I'll, I'll give it a watch. But other than that, I'm, I'm, you know, and even then, I feel like, you know, I feel like Alex Kurtzman's going to shit all over anything that they want to well, do next. He, he was already asked at some premiere or something, you know, "Oh, what about this Star Trek Legacy series?" And he was always, he was completely vague about it. I was uh -huh. like, oh yeah. He know. must be furious because he obviously because yeah. he didn't do season three because he couldn't be bothered, and then yeah. the guy came along and just did he an amazing show, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is brilliant!" Getting, you know, plaudits for making a fucking Star Trek series. Yep. And yeah, he must be absolutely fucking living. I think he must be fuming. Um, but um, but yeah, they they uh, you know, it it's 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 a nice show. The the new characters, the new cast are are great. I really like um, Ed Spilliers. 
is is great in this. Um, he plays. Um, is that the captain? The... No, no, he is. Uh, well, fuck, we're doing spoilers, aren't we? Obviously, it's. Uh, yeah. He is Picard's son. Ah, uh, yes, Picard yes, and Crusher's yes. son. Uh, no, uh, Captain Shaw though is amazing as well. Really liked him. Uh, I would have loved to have seen a show with with Shaw. To be honest, he's fantastic. Um, he works really well as like a foil to uh certainly early on to uh to picard and Riker, yeah um a very different style of captain but not like in you know if if it was like a, a discovery if this was discovery that captain would be useless and shit at his job and probably die and they'd laugh about it or something yeah. uh whereas in this although he is somewhat antagonistic towards picard and Riker, and he disagrees with the way they went about things back in their days he sees them as cowboys whereas he likes you know order and whatnot he's shown to be an extremely competent captain uh an excellent engineer he's got an engineering background um he is a very good captain it's just very he's a very different captain he's like jellico he's like jellico where it's like he's not a terrible captain he just isn't what you think is a you know he's not picard I think, they were all, I think that was one of the good things about the original series is they were very good at showing the fact that the enterprise crew are not a normal crew no. yeah they're, they're, you know when you've got captains like jellico who who by his, the book and very his much crew is, is iron fist you know he iron rod ruled you know mm. they, they don't talk to well, they, he's like, hey, like we're proper like... military. You're you, you guys on the Enterprise on your on your luxury yeah. cruise liner. You're <laughs> just <laughs> on, on your Ill- <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because uh, that's the great thing about that episode with with Jellico. You're like, but Jellico was right the whole way through. He's fine. Like he's not yeah, wrong. He's, he's a prick, wrong, but he's yeah. right. You know. And you kind of get that with Shaw. Shaw is is like that. He's he's you know he is an asshole but he's he's good at his job and uh you know he comes through and he does you know there are moments when he when he real i mean his main argument early on really is like well Riker and picard basically lied to me to get the ship to this point then stole a shuttlecraft and are now in trouble i'm not risking my entire 500 crew for two assholes who just stole a shuttle and it's like yeah. that's a fair argument <laughs> like he's not again he's he's being a dick in terms of like oh well we like picard and Riker, we want to see them survive but he's not wrong it's like no he's right and and when he realizes that you know that uh that um ed spillier's uh character is is actually picard's son he does go to his rescue and stuff and he does actually you know when he needs to he will do what they need him to do um he he's just very much a different style of captain but he was great he he, that's the great thing about this show it's not just the returning cast the new cast are fantastic as well um i i was a big fan of um one of well i mean both uh, one one i think is is actually genuinely uh lavar burton's daughters um Oh, okay. One of them is. I don't. Not sure which one is the genuine daughter. Um, oh, Mika Burton. Uh, so she's ah right. Okay, so she's the engineer. Uh, is actually uh Lavar Burton's daughter, <clears throat> Alandra Laforge. Um, and she's fine. But Sydney Laforge, uh, played by Ashley Sharp Chestnut, she is awesome in this show. So again. Uh, it's a great cast. And by the end of this show, you're like, hey, if you wanted to do another show with these cast of characters yeah that's what i've heard people i say. would watch it but then you did that fucking trailer for strange new world season two 
I know, just lost all faith again. <clears throat> and by the way, one of the things I really love about this show, and and I will quote it because it it fucking is brilliant. Uh, I I can't say word for word, but there is a line in this show where Beverly Crusher is like, "No one's seen or heard from the Borg in over ten years," and it's like. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much for just shitting all over season two and throwing it in the bin and just be like, that never happened. <laughs> it's like, excellent. So what they've done... Uh, I, I've definitely heard people say, look, you don't need to watch the no, other No, no, God, stuff. no. I, I, ignore I, all that, just watch this. I literally, a friend of mine messaged before this show and they were like, oh, I'm going to go on to Picard now. And I was like, don't do season one and two. Just don't fucking do it. Just don't do it. Go straight yeah. to season three. Skip to season three. It will be fine. You won't know who Rafi is, but you don't need to. You'll get to know her. And she's much better in this anyway. Um, yeah. And what they've done is they've cherry picked what they wanted to use for this story and what they haven't, what didn't want to use. Like they kept uh, the fact that Picard's dead and an yeah. android. They, they kept that stuff. Um, they kept, uh, there's a few things they have decided to keep. Um, like data did die and that that sort of stuff they've they've kept um yeah. but they've cherry picked and they've ignored a lot of stuff um and uh i i know there was some controversy i think over the row laren stuff i thought that episode was probably my favorite episode of the lot i think they did an amazing job with row laren and it it What's ended a storyline that didn't i never felt had a proper ending with her character i feel like she's actually had a really good send off in this show, um, and as a guest character, which I didn't know was turning up either, I was like, "Oh, I love Ro. Ro was one of my favorite characters. She's I was amazing." Really pissed in this. off when they got rid of her. She's amazing in this. They they gave her a proper send off. It's awesome. I don't understand how she's back in fucking Starfleet though. Uh no, I must admit I did raise an eyebrow, but the story was was so strong that I was like, "Yeah, okay, maybe Dominion War got desperate. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I agree. I, I must admit that there, there were a few things like that where I was like, how though are you back? And like, would you be back after what you've done? Well, you um, thought she wouldn't want to come back. Yeah, there is that. I mean, they do have a very emotional uh, reunion of sorts because obviously she fucking hates Picard at first. Um, yeah. Or she doesn't did, hate him, I but she's very bitter to him. Where she, talk, where she speaks to him. I've, I've seen mm. some of the clips. Yeah. And I saw the clip where she says, you know, that she kind of sees him as a father sort of thing yeah yeah um it's 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 a it's a solid uh, in my opinion a a mostly solid show it's not perfect there are things that uh there is particularly a a scene at the end where i was like i will just go with this Mm. because i'm very much enjoying this show but i will say just for the record the enterprise d is not the millennium falcon it, it's, yeah, I it's heard that. fucking not it's doing like flips and shit. Not, it? it's, it's like... not that bad. You know, when I first watched it, I was like, really. Then I rewatched it, and I was like, actually, it's not as bad as I thought it was. And it's and it's got a lovely moment as well because Data is put into a a super advanced body where he's like most pretty much human now. He's basically on the same level as Picard, where he's like he, he's like in a in a pretty much human body yeah. and he's got emotions, proper emotions and everything. And it comes at this great moment where they have to go inside the Borg cube and they're like, we cannot possibly navigate that. Even the computer can. And Data's like, I can do this. And they're like, you can't do it. And Geordi's like, you cannot do that, Data. It's impossible. And he's like, I, I feel it in my gut. I feel it in my gut that I can do it. And Geordi's like, okay we're gonna go with your gut you 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 for the and it calls back to that that great moment in like was it like season one 
of, yeah, of TNG too. where he where where is Jordy saying, "Hey, I feel it in my gut," and Data's like, "Your yeah. gut? What do you mean your gut?" Um, it's nice callbacks. It's good. Um, and also, by the way, um, it turns out that in the Picard season three continuity, not the Picard season two continuity, Picard season three continuity, I'm pretty sure that 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 Janeway killed the Borg, like killed them killed oh them. because they're yeah she obliterated them she's now like a the, the queen's like a rotting geiger-esque yeah it's great she TNG. but she's basically like i think that virus literally killed the borg in, in yeah. season three uh continuity and i'm like wow <laughs> fair that's kind of cool yeah it's kind of awesome um you know i was i the start of the show it kind of uh, is like a changeling plot yeah um and and then they reveal i think it's like the start of episode nine or eight that it's the Borg. And I was like, oh, really? We have to do the Borg. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, if there is one primary thing that people associate with TNG, it is the Borg. So it makes sense from that perspective that they would be in this. And moreover, they have been done such a disservice over the years that it's nice to see a proper decent send-off for the Borg where they're not awful. Like, it was like, this is actually a really good story involving the borg and i feel like we can just end here on a nice high it, it feels like it's the final end of the borg here you're done um and i'll probably never watch star trek again anyway so it's cool <laughs> it will end here it's fine um so i you know i i liked it that much that honestly i would happily buy this season just this season physically and have it with the rest of my star trek collection which goes up to and ends with enterprise <laughs> well the movies i have got nemesis and nemesis yeah, yeah. came off after did nemesis come after enterprise or before after uh after after yeah. just or about dur- just during, after. maybe i don't i don't or maybe okay. during but either way that's where i my collection ends and then it might just have picard season three now on top of that because i really enjoyed this um i i know you're you're still like no and i get that i respect yeah. it no i um, i mean from what i've heard i and i've you know i've re- i've watched a lot of reviews i think bits of it would annoy you but i think overall you'd probably come away like that was reasonably good you know there's some stuff that i i like this i like the sound of uh i yeah. find the whole the younger generation have been assimilated i don't it. know if that was an That's intentional subtext funny. even if it's not intentional yeah it's, it's funny either way funny yeah it's just hilarious yeah um, <laughs> <coughs> i baffles me that i seem to be the only person that's not nostalgic for the d i am nostalgic for it but as i pointed out before we started this show you have been consistent on this yeah, if people if people go back saw... to our generations review yeah we had the discussion that you hated the look of the d now i will say in this show they have been sensible see i said i think i said during our generations review that i like the enterprise d from certain angles and it felt like they knew the right angles to film this at to make it look <laughs> good, not naff. Yeah. You know, it's like the White Star from uh, Babylon 5. Yeah. It's very angular. You need to film the White Star from the right angle and it looks badass. If you film it from the wrong angle, it looks like a turkey. It's <laughs> it's very angular. And it's the same with the D, where it's That's like... A, yeah, that, I can see that. With the D, it's like... Yeah, certain angles I like it and certain angles I don't. But I know you never liked the D. No, so, yeah. I've always hated that fucking thing. Which is why I think I said to you when I, when I reviewed the first couple of episodes that I thought you'd dig the first couple of episodes because everyone's dumping on the D the whole way through. I heard, I, I saw the clip when they were talking about um, how ugly the D is. anybody buy the thing? Nobody likes the fat, fat ones. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is funny. 
Um, but there was a reason why they needed to use. Well, I mean, they didn't need to use the Enterprise D. Well, they could have used any of the ones at the Fleet Museum. But um, yeah, but it's gone all Battlestar Galactica, haven't they? Though? Yes, basically, it's Battlestar Galactica. Um, and uh, yeah, and and so that you know they're like, oh, we need something off the off the the, the grid, and and um, uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, the nice things as well that they, 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 they actually you can tell they watch the show, man. Mm. That's the thing. It's like like they go yeah. to the Fleet Museum and they end up stealing the cloaking device from the bounty, um, which obviously okay. is the, the Klingon bird of prey that yeah, yeah, Kirk used, right? And yeah. immediately everyone online was like, "Why didn't they just use the Defiant cloaking device?" And it's like because they watched the fucking show, and that is not the Defiant. The Defiant blew up. The second Defiant never had a cloaking device. Only the first one did. So Are you sure, I thought the second yeah. one had a cloaking device as well. It never cloaked in the show after they got it back huh. i mean it might have had a cloaking device but i don't think it ever cloaked after that point because it blew up quite towards the end um uh the sao paulo was it sao paulo they they was renamed yeah, i don't remember but I, yeah. I know it they yeah i know they renamed yeah an existing so i don't think it had a, a cloaking device at that point um huh. but uh yeah i i really enjoyed this show it was fun i i, I just feel like i'm going to take it for what it is as a one-off thing it was a nice send-off yeah uh, it's a better, it's a much better, very long, but a much better movie than I think any of the next gen movies we got. So I'm happy, yeah. and I'll just finish there with Star Trek. If unless something miracle happens, um, it was fine. It was good. Undoes a lot of the things that sounded awful from season two, yeah. um, and what I saw of season two, and you know, obviously I did watch all of season one. So yeah, it's good. That's Good fair stuff. enough. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm still Happy. not going to watch it. No, but... that's fair enough. If you ever feel the need, I, I'll I'll probably own it at some point, so you can always grab it if you ever feel the need. Yeah, to, you know. But um, yeah, overall, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm just feel lucky that we got that, and we'll move on because you know I know full well it's it clearly going to go back to hey, here's a section thirty one <laughs> show, and uh, yeah. you know whatever. Um, so I mean, fine. They, he's 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 still trying that fucking. He is, he is determined, and I'm like, no, not even for Michelle Yeoh. No, not even for her. Not doing I love it. Michelle Yeoh, but Me no, too. fuck off. I'm no. so, seriously, I'm surprised they can still afford her. I'm surprised because her well, her is, her money her wage must have gone up. But it's perfect for them right now because she she's still because she's still attached to it. She's still willing, I think, to do it. I guess, and she's got. You know, oh, she's right got clout. So. I just thought her her maybe they maybe they signed her on before she won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, yeah. we signed you on before you win the award. Yeah, I guess they're like, are we the Oscars next week? Hey, Michelle, you do you want a job? You have to sign up now. Yeah, <laughs> you have to sign up today. Okay, um, but yeah. Anyway, I enjoyed it. Uh, what else have you watched? Sorry, I felt uh, fucking hell. No. I talked about that for a long time. Sorry. No, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I have also seen Kill Boxun. Mm. Uh, so, this is a Korean movie, uh, Korean Netflix movie. Yeah. Uh, directed by... Quite a, few, uh, so- quite a few Korean movies and, and series coming out on Netflix these days. It's great. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, starring uh, John Doo-yoon as uh, Bo- Gil Boxun, uh, Esom as Jae-min-hee, um, and... Uh, Sean Kim as Gil Jan Young. Can't remember which one's the other guy. Doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, so basically, we are introduced to um, Gil Baxun, who is also known as Gil Baxun, and she is an assassin. 
and basically you're introduced to this sort of it's like a guild of assassins who have a certain num number of rules they have three rules um that you're not supposed to kill minors um you have to if you're given a you can only accept uh contracts from the this the mk company okay and once once you've accepted it you have to carry it out okay basically. um and she's their top assassin. She's been doing it for a number number of years, but she's now got this. She's well, she's not now, but she has a sixteen year old daughter. So she's a single mother, and her daughter is just sort of, you know, finding her. her oh own no! Feet. And are they going to be like, hey, she's not a minor anymore, and someone's put a hair on her? <laughs> not quite. Okay. No. Okay. No, it's basically um, the the guy in charge um, is. She she's his favorite, but he has a sister that's the director of the company, and she fucking hates her. Right. And the sister keeps uh, keeps saying that you let her get away with everything. You, you know, she's she she's gets away with too much, and she, and, she, and she really doesn't like her. Mm. And there's another group of sort of people that are, are around uh, Buxton who are they're they're not quite company people. They sort of work for the company, but they're not a list assassins okay so they don't get any good jobs they only get the the shit stuff sure like clear up and things like that but they they're doing their own sort of thing and there's this sort of like weird sort of dynamic between them all um you know they all kind of worship her but if something happens they'll fucking take her out if they need to uh which yeah well you'll if you've watched the movie you'll see you'll see um yeah. but she's she with her daughter her relationship with with her daughter is really strange because she doesn't really know how to talk to her daughter she doesn't want her own her her upbringing was fucking awful her dad was this horrible brutish thug of a man mm. um, and she doesn't want to bring her daughter up like that but unfor but unfortunately that means she doesn't quite know how to treat her so she doesn't really know what's going on with her daughter she doesn't know you know how how to take her but, you know, I, when she's being her assassin, she's amazing and everybody loves, you know, you know either, either loves her or, or respects her. Mm. Um, and then obviously, you know, things go, there's a sort of a, a, a story going along for it with also in the in the background about the sort of the prime minister of the country who, or president, whatever they have, um, who's, there's in some sort of weird corruption thing going on and um, it's something to do with his son. So the the contract thing comes into play with that, mm. the rules and and the contract, and for the most part, it's it's a pretty good movie actually. The the the, the fight scenes are really good. I, I'll definitely big up those fight scenes. It's, it's the fight scenes are fantastic. Um, the character of, of Gilbertson sometimes her arrogance is a little much. Mm, um, I guess she's very good at her job. You know, she yeah. is very good at her job, and, and yeah. but sometimes you just think, oh, I could I could have done without that comment. Or sure, I could have done with that, you know, but it's it's who she is, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess you know, that shows why maybe with, the director hates her. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> it's it, like uh, you know, it, it contrasts with you know what her relationship with her with her daughter and what's going on sure. with her daughter. Um, the it's it's like two hours twenty minutes ish. Uh, it's this one, as opposed to Babylon, actually felt a bit too long. Towards the the, the end, I was getting to the point where it's like, oh, okay, this is this got a, you've got to fucking finish now because this is dragging a bit. Mm. 
and it so it sort of began to sort of meander a little. Um, the performances are pretty cool. The the, the main um, character, her, the actress, is, is really good. I, I think I've seen her in one or two other things before, and she's a she's a really good actress. I don't think I've seen anything by this director before. Okay. Um, but actually, for the most part, the the direction was pretty good. Um, the uh, as I said, the, the 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 fight scenes really cool. You know, it has a it's you know as as inevitably happens, people are, compare it to um, it's about assassins and it's about over the top kills mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's going to be compared to John Wick yeah. because that's the standard right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. The 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 I think the actual company stuff needed to be a little more defined with what was going on and it's it suffers from one of those things that we we, we say about a lot of these these movies is it probably would have been better as a series yeah um they could have developed the company more they could have developed the main character and the daughter a little bit more um but it was actually a very enjoyable um action movie i I would say i i would recommend it uh Hmm. overall I think it's it's got some nice nice performances. It's got some great fights, and it's a pretty well directed movie. So uh, yeah, I would say I would definitely uh, recommend it. But I think it does get, it is a bit too long. I think it probably could have done with I don't know twenty minutes, twenty thirty minutes taken out. Sure. Okay. Um, and yeah, it should have been a series. I think it should have been a I don't know a six part series or something just just to sort of flesh out what needed to be flesh out fleshed out. You know. Yeah, with this, the, the the sort of the slightly more world building, um, but the, you know the, the 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 brother and sister who are in charge of the company, they're quite cool. He the, the, he's the the boss is quite a menacing guy, and you know you do see why he favors her, and you know you've got that sort of stuff. And some of the stuff with the daughter was actually quite good. You know she she's it turns out that she's in this relationship with this girl, um, and obviously the girl this girl wants to keep it secret, and but she keeps getting hassled by this boy. And there's this incident that happens, and that, that I actually enjoyed all that. That was actually quite good. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, overall, I, I would recommend it. I think it's actually a pretty good, solid action movie. Hmm. Cool. Well, um, I'm yeah, I probably will check that out. Um, it sounds like good fun. Um, yeah. But yes, well, I think that's everything. Certainly, everything I've seen. Like I said, it's uh, it's not been a good month. I haven't actually uh, watched much. I did plan on seeing uh, Evil Dead Rise this weekend, but I don't know if I'm going to get a chance. I will do soon though, because um, yeah, I, I've heard great. good things. Yeah, I've heard pretty good things, so uh, I'm I'm pretty excited for that one. I still would like to go and see um, Renfield. I don't. I still don't know how I feel about it. I I want it. I will see it because uh, yeah. you know I love Nick Cage and I love. on stream. Yeah. I love the concept. I love the concept so much. I just hate that they've given him superpowers. It kind of undercuts the whole abused uh, boyfriend thing. You know. Yeah. Like the 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 Renfield being this abused guy going to like this this meeting to talk about you know his abuse at the hands of Dracula. That's funny and that's really clever. I feel like once he's got superpowers, I'm like, oh no! Why did you do that? You've kind of. I, I, I've heard some good stuff about the. the I'm sure it's fine. It's just a trailer that I'm going off of, you know. Yeah, well, I, this, some of the things are, is that basically Cage is playing the Lugosi Dracula. Fantastic. Which which really pleases me. I mean, even from the trailer, you can tell that Nick Cage is having fun. Which, oh yeah. Which to me is the most important thing. 
I'm like, as long as he's having fun, I'm having fun. He said for years that this is Dracula's one of the characters he's always wanted to play. Yeah, 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 which is cool. So he finally got to do it, and and doing you know Lagoshi Dracula. That's that's Mm. cool. That's really cool. Um. Oh, speaking of really cool, I've got something to show you in a bit. Actually, off air. Um, Okay. It was something that I was like, oh my god, at that price, I'm gonna buy those as soon as they come out. I don't okay. care. It's a lot of money, but I'm going to buy them. And then I realized that's the reserve price. <laughs> and then I saw the oh, actual price. Deep. I saw the actual okay. price and I was like, uh, no, then no, I won't. But they're very cool. So I'll show them to you later because they're just that cool. But um, <clears throat> anyway, well, that is uh, that is it. Uh, we do have some apparently sad breaking news. Um, I don't really have uh, any any kind of connection to this person, but apparently Jerry Springer has passed away. Oh, yeah. So that's oh, the thing. Honest, I used to love Jerry Springer. Honestly. I never really watched it, to be honest. Um, his show yeah, and I stuff. Did. But um, I, well, I mean, a lot of a lot of people did. It was a big thing over in the UK as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, apparently he's passed away. Um, according to you know, I, I really love Jerry Springer. It was a, a terrible program, but so enjoyable. It was scripted. We know what it was, and fine, yeah, you know, terrible, but also great. I mean, yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, he was one of the you know the first people that did that stuff. That yeah he did he, he basically stuff, made you know? the formula right and what what a transition from mayor was he mayor to, to yeah that? he was was he mayor of new york or was it i think he was mayor of new york was, yeah he was yeah he completely changed it's quite a bounce back to uh really is, yeah. yeah um but yeah um we've had a couple of trailers we had the uh godzilla x kong the new yeah. empire teaser kong trailer yeah not really a, a, a yeah a name but sure i like the new empire bit yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Um, didn't exactly show an awful lot. Didn't give much away. No, we have like, a an orangutan, I guess. Um, what the trailer is supposed to do? The teaser is supposed to do? No, yeah, it's it's just teasing that something's coming. It's it's coming out what next year. Um, mm-hmm. so they probably haven't even finished CG or anything yeah. yet to show much. Um, but I, you know, color me curious. I I see the <clears throat> the glowing eyes and stuff, and I'm like, mm, maybe we're gonna do the. You know, Electricity Kong from, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla. Who knows? Yeah. You know, um, but I'm excited, obviously. Looking forward to it. Uh, I, I'm really more excited. I want to know more about the Godzilla movie we're getting this year, which no news has come out about since they announced it. So, you know, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. November, Godzilla Day. We're getting a new God- Japanese Godzilla movie. But they've said nothing since they announced it. And somehow they managed to keep this stuff secret. Like in the UK, in the, yeah, the West. That, in the west it just comes out doesn't it it's like instantly like, there's leaks and everything i can't find anything it's just which is cool in a way you know, i'm excited yeah. you know. uh, i did see that the um team behind scream six i think it is oh, God. uh are doing a universal monster movie oh no but they haven't said what it is so i mean i I kind of gave up. Was on Scream school. Six the one that I watched? I don't remember, honestly. Last year I watched it. I uh, watched a Scream movie last year, and it was awful. There was one this year as well, wasn't there? Yeah. So, so I haven't seen. I'm not watching that. No, I watched the last one, and I'm done. I'm not watching yeah. another one. I gave up on the Scream. <clears throat> but if it's that team, then I'm a bit concerned. So well, they've done. I mean, they, they did well. The, the Scream movie. Well, of course they did. Massively well. So yeah. yeah. But there's That's no details, fine. so it doesn't, you know. Mm. <laughs> I really enjoyed the first couple of screen movies. I think they're great. I love, I yeah, I do. It's I a love cool the, concept. The first two, I think, are really good. But yeah, yeah. The first one certainly holds up really well. 
Oh, well. Is there anything else you wanted to cover? No, I think that's it. All right. Do you have an idea of what we're doing next time? Yeah, I think either... Uh, should we go with you know one of the uh, decisions we're going to do the other week? Should we either do Colin Air or <laughs> The Rock? Oh, that's a tough choice. You, you pick which one? Oh, let's do The Rock. Okay. Because Connery... And, the, and and you've got that really interesting best, Bond connection, you know? Movie. Yeah, you got that Bond theory as well, which I really like about it, and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. We'll definitely do Con Air soon, though, don't worry. Con Air's coming back around. And the next time we're in the in the, uh, yeah, in the market say. for a NAF action movie, Con Air. Because <laughs> yeah. that is a great movie. I love Con Air. But yeah, okay, well, we'll be back next week with The Rock. Um, a, uh, well, I think probably Bay's maybe his most entertaining movie is the movie i probably like the most of his to yeah, be honest i think so uh, i i like i unashamedly enjoy that trash yeah <laughs> as opposed to his other trash which i generally I don't. mean it's, it's the it's the it's his greatest period isn't it it's i that. think so yeah it, so it's he was still doing big splashy explosion movies yeah but they were still relatively well well written I mean, God, have you seen the trailer for that next Transformers movie? Wow. I saw it uh, just before this show. What a mess that is. I know, and I really liked the last one they did. No it idea was fun. what was going on in that trailer. I know. It's back to it's back to the Michael Bay stuff. Freshy splashy shit. Um, you know, like that last movie I really enjoyed. It was like a smaller movie, <laughs> just focusing on Bumblebee. They got rid of all the nonsense. And then they're like, oh no, it's Unicron. And I'm like, oh god, really? We've got, we've already gone back there, have we? We're yeah. now back to like the, this nonsense stuff. It's like, why couldn't you just do another one of those? Paying a nice tribute. It was lovely. Yep. Never mind. Uh, but yes, in any case, thank you for listening, everybody. We will be back next week with The Rock. And uh, until then, stay safe, take care, and we'll catch you next time.